Hey everybody, welcome to the Ask LFC Podcast. My name is Harrison, Worship Arts Director here at Lake Forest Huntersville. And I am Mike Moses, lead pastor of Lake Forest Church Huntersville. It's Tuesday morning and I'm feeling a little bit of an Easter hangover in a good way. I think that's that's par for the course around here. Which, speaking of uh, podcast listeners, yesterday both Mike and I on our uh, Easter Monday day off found a way to swing a golf club a little bit. Yes, so it was did. a good day. I took my boys to Top Golf. Mike uh, walked 18 holes and got some sunshine. So we we have been practicing some post Easter self care. Yes, we we did our own personal Sabbaths. Uh, I texted all of our lead pastors yesterday morning actually and said. Because we had all texted Sunday about how Easter was in our family of churches. And I texted all of them and just said, hey, love you guys. I pray that you Sabbath well today uh, and just savor in the joy of Easter worship. And I pray for protection and being guarded against any evil ones, temptations to steal, kill, or destroy. Any of that joy Mm -hmm. just for today. (laughs) And I certainly uh, had a great day. I think, uh, it's been really cool. It's been really cool seeing over the past, uh, I don't know, eight to 12 months. Um, people really start to, uh, re-engage with attending church, with making church attendance a part of their everyday, uh, every week Sunday rhythm. And, uh, it was just really cool seeing that on Sunday as well, especially, uh, at nine thirty and eleven on Sunday, just seeing a, a big old room full of people just celebrating mm-hmm. the resurrection. The 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 energy was so cool. It was great. Uh, just having everybody there all at once, and that's even with well, we know a ton of people were still missing out on early spring break with with families and stuff like that. So it was just cool to see. Yeah, insider baseball. All all church leadership people, at least in this county, know that when school spring breaks. When the weekend to start spring break is Easter, uh, as opposed to when spring break ends up on Easter. Mm-hmm. So this year, uh, Easter weekend began spring break for most schools, and that always results in a significantly lower Easter attendance. Interesting. Yep. Just because... Um, people are out yeah, running around. Yeah, whatever yeah. the reasons are. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when it ends up spring break, people get back from whatever they're doing, and they are like, okay, we're going to get back for Easter um, even, you know, every Christian is going to make an effort to do that. But so anyway, with that, it was a great Easter. Um, just the, the enthusiasm and the lean in of our congregation, honestly, each service was more engaged than the one before mm-hmm. Saturday night was wonderful. There it was. were, um, over 300 people here in the pouring rain. Oh yeah. We canceled the picnic and the food truck and the whatever else we had scheduled bouncy house and games that was a bummer but it was okay um at 8 a.m sunday there were plenty of people here Uh, we closed off the balcony for that just so that those here would have a sense of being in a concentrated uh you could feel the worshipers around you and so it felt uh, that was a good worship experience for me Mm -hmm. and then 11 Oh, five seemed to be the highest. I don't know if this was your perception seemed to be the highest percentage of either fired up people or people who are just old home Lake Forest, the highest percentage because they they just felt like they were right there with me more than any other service mm-hmm. yes. and ready to go in worship. Did you sense that as well? It was the most oh, expressive of the services. Yeah, big time. And I and, and it was awesome. Actually, my 
my whole highlight of the weekend, I don't know what yours is, Mike, you can share yours next, but my highlight of the <clears throat> Easter services over the weekend was um, just watching people in every service, and like you said, increasingly as they went, uh, just engage in worship, especially, man, at the end when, when uh, Gnarly was leading us in oh, graves my. into gardens, yeah. and we're not even like a... We're not even a clapping church, but gnarly got everyone doing but down, 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 down. Every <laughs> yeah. time we do it, people are just like it was just a, yeah. a celebration party together with everybody. It was just it was a ton of fun. It, it was really awesome. was. The highlight of my Easter services was a hug from a young adult uh man who uh's been in our church since a young age with his family. Just gave me a hug and um inform me that he is well into a journey home to Christ and a healthy life after some years hmm. in the wilderness and uh, of prodigality that have taken some very hard forms. Um, that example of new life to me, uh, just th- that was the icing on top for hmm. my Easter. Just his own, he, he just gave me a quick personal account of of where God's taken him in the last half year and did my heart good that mm. that was Easter for me uh, that's awesome yeah. well I will say <clears throat> um, a couple of other things that were fun uh, was I, I sat in the room for at least two out of the four full uh, sermons that you taught Mike and the 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 points that you gained with every single mother in Lake Forest Church with point number three on ways to live a longer life, having a relationship with your, there were elbows being thrown, knowing glances like you, you better, you better honor your mama. It'll literally make you live longer. Cause if not, I might kill you. It was kind of the hidden subtext, but that was very calculated. There were 20 items to choose from yeah. in that article about surprising ways to longevity. Mm-hmm. And I chose that one. I know who to, I know yeah. who makes the church That's decisions right. in the family. Got to get points. Uh, all the way back when I was being trained as a church planter, I, I was at this uh, church planter's boot camp. <clears throat> I was 31 years old in Tampa, Florida, in this cheap motel on the cheating side of town. So I, I guess all they could afford was this, this lame hotel. And I'm there with aspiring church planters from around the country. One of whom I stole the phrase "given up on church, but not on God" hmm. from, which apparently that church exi- that church only existed for three months, and it went out. So th- it lives on with us. That, That's right. Maybe that was why that we were there in God's sovereign plans for me to hear that from mm-hmm. Him. Uh, I was like, well, that describes my heart for the church. All that to say, in a training session, it was about recruiting your launch team, your initial core group, which I was about to start doing. Uh, they quoted a, a, an article from Red Book Magazine. Do you remember that? Is that, Red is Book that magazine. still a magazine? No, it must not be. You've never even heard of I've it. I've never heard of it. All right, it was, a, it was a women's magazine, I think, back in the day. They quoted an article of uh, does the husband or the wife decide where, in the end, mm-hmm. which one predominates of if a family will go to church and which church. And it was like 98% the wife. Hmm. Like, in the end, he's going to be like, okay, okay, yep, baby. Let's do it. That, the, whatever your lead is on that. Mm-hmm. And so, so the coaching point was don't ever meet with just a man of a family about, hey, 
starting this new church. Would you be interested? And in, is this something God might call you to be, be part of the launch team? said, if you just meet with a man, you just wasted that meeting. Hmm. <laughs> it has to be with a couple, I thought. Anyway, yes, thanks for picking up on that. I'm glad we, we gained credit with mothers. It was awesome. So you, you and uh, <clears throat> it's become a tradition now. How many years would you say, roughly guess, maybe you know off the top of your head, how many years have you and uh, Aaron Gibson, he's, who is the lead pastor at Lake Forest Westlake, how many years have you guys been kind of partnering together on your Easter and Christmas Eve sermons? Three or four, maybe five. Nice. It, it's such a unique uh, a unique practice and habit that we've developed that only binds us together even more hmm. as lead pastors. Uh, really, essentially, he and I co-lead the family of churches together and, yep. and our elders. Um, it just binds us together. It's a really joyful thing. Uh, uh, and after I talk about this for a minute, I'll tell you guys uh, about how many people were here over Easter weekend, yeah. which is just fun to me. Um, yeah, so we developed a while, uh, it a while back. And again, you guys, the, the, today is is a little bit of a re- Easter recap. Yep. That it, it, Harrison and I are and I are not ready to move on. <laughs> so right. I'm sorry. We're it, it's a big deal uh, in our world. It is for every Christian, but of course, it's our mm-hmm. it's our labor of love. Yep. So we're not quite moving on yet. We're just recapping a little bit, and we're kind of having our own conversation. So Harrison, we uh, let's see. When did we start this year? We we started about a month ago. Uh, <clears throat> well, it started on our pastor's, lead pastor's sermon planning retreat, and Byron Davis participates in that, mm-hmm. the, the pastor of our partner church, uh, Liberation Ministries Church. And we just, we read, uh, because we were finishing up the Gospel of Luke, we read the resurrection passages in Luke. And I don't know who it was, said, chose the theme, suggested the theme of vindication. Uh, it was because we had called the two Sundays before um, God on trial. trial. Mm-hmm. And so it was, you know, the trial, the charges, and then that's where we came to the word vindication out of the series. Even knowing, even if though we had that series, on Easter Sunday we don't really lean into the continuation of a series. So if, if any of you noticed that, because so many people are there who didn't catch the first two mm-hmm. It's a non sequitur, so it's a kindness to the guest and the visitor and those who haven't been in a long time. Uh, so we didn't allude to the series, but that's why the word, that's where Vin, I was, and it took me a while to figure that out myself, Harrison, as I was driving in. Where did, why did we choose the theme Vindication? It was, it, it came out of yep. the trial of Jesus, which mm-hmm. is actually uh, what's happening in the scriptures. So, uh, and and honestly, then Aaron and I both teased out a few thoughts before we had our first sit down about it. And my thoughts, where it started, actually, I just wrote the vindication of Jesus. Uh, I picked out a couple of verses, and then the first thing that came to me were, if you remember that line, "Hey, vindication in a family is funny," but. Uh, the the longing for vindication cuts deeper, and I mentioned a single mother, a business owner, mm-hmm. a teenager. That was actually the first part of the sermon that I wrote. I was just thinking about what does vindication mean to us and our longing for it, and I actually wrote a whole paragraph about each of those scenarios, and I, and I picked two others. <coughs> I'm trying to remember what they are. In the end, only one sentence of each of those paragraphs made it into the final version, 
But it got Aaron and I thinking about our experience. Hmm. Um, so that first time he and I met, we mostly talked about the us side of it. And we thought that we were going to go much further down the trail of all of our need for vindication and that the vindication of Jesus uh, really gives us, therefore, we don't have to vindicate ourselves in this life when we are misunderstood, um, falsely accused, etc. We can allow the vindication of Jesus. We participate in his so that we don't have to. And I even, okay, in my paragraph about a teenager, I even got to the end. And I was uh, like, uh, as I played this out of a teenager feeling this this misunderstood to the extreme level and said, you know, the, the this when we take vindication into our own hands, it plays itself out, worst case, in mass school shootings. Hmm. Uh, how many times have we heard or, or seen the writings of a, 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 a disoriented, disaffected teenage boy uh, vindicating himself? Mm-hmm. A- and even, I wrote this out, and I, uh, and I thought, you know, th- this, this would be very intense for an Easter sermon. So I even made a, a note here, probably won't include this, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I had, I said, as as has been explored artistically by P.O.D. Do you remember their song, Youth of the Nation? We are, we are. Oh, yeah. Youth of the Nation. That's about, 18, That's I mean, that's a 90s mm-hmm. exploration of a, 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 such an unhealthy uh, teenager who has a need for vindication and allowing mm. evil to take over. Mm. Um, uh, Pearl Jam's Jeremy yep. is saying, uh, early oddies, or that was late nineties as well. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know this. I asked my sons uh, because I was with them the weekend before Easter, and and this was still a part of the sermon. <laughs> um, I'm glad I didn't go there, uh, trigger everybody on Easter Sunday. That's why this was edited out. Yeah, I was like, boys, what's a more recent song that is getting at this this vindication um, motivation? That's the, that's what happens at the worst. Mm-hmm. When when we feel this need, and uh, pumped up, uh, pumped, pumped up, up kicks. kids kicks. Yep, oh, I did. It's such a happy kids. sounding song. I'd never mm-hmm. listened to the real lyrics. Oh yep. my gosh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> you're welcome. That I did not do a whole paragraph on school shootings out of the most uh, the base uh, desire for vindication when someone is given over to evil. If it was between that and talking about having a big booty, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Aaron and I wisely edited that out, but yeah. but we kept yeah, yeah. teasing this, uh, and we would each come up with different um, emphases and lines, but most of it we wrote together sitting at, let's see, we had two breakfasts at Something Diner over in Denver. I don't remember the name of it. We had a lunch at Fresh Chef in Denver. We had coffee at Defined here at Main Street Coffee in mm-hmm. Denver. So multiple, multiple uh, meals of both of us talking out loud about the scripture, about the, the theology, and about uh, what our heart for people and different people who would be there is. And that is all what we came out with. Well, it's really cool. You know, I, I think it's cool hearing all that, <clears throat> especially because uh, one, I think one of the reasons why uh, over years, we we really have seen people taking us up on inviting their 
one more person or this year one more hurting person to come check yeah. us out, especially on Easter's because we've um, we've built a covenant of trust with people over years of, of people knowing if I bring a person who is disconnected from church, yeah. disconnected from God on this Sunday, especially we think all the time here, but especially that the amount of thought, just so you podcast listeners can hear the amount of thought and preparation that we specifically put into Christmas and Easter, knowing how many um, not regular people are going to come from the sermon to the song choices to how how we're communicating things in a welcome to what's the what's a beauty moment going to be how are we going to get people's attention using creativity and art like every we by the by the week of easter when we get in here we've talked about it already for like the entire service plan for like over a month straight but because um we want to uh we want to honor the trust that you guys place in us by bringing it's it's it can be a a, a, a relational uh, risk inviting somebody it to is. come to your church because yes. if if they f- if they feel attacked or awkward or whatever talk that down to talk down or, to or you it just wasn't good. Yeah, you, yeah you lose some credit with them as a friend of like oh man what a weirdo yes. <laughs> so we yeah. we appreciate you guys taking us up on it but that's that's why we care so well much. and we take that even seriously enough we have uh, uh, on christmas eve we do this on christmas eve eve and then after the saturday evening easter service we held a a meeting and we adjusted a number of things uh out of how saturday evening went uh in fact saturday evening we just didn't quite get the cues correct, and so if you were there on Sunday morning, you saw the beautiful artistic film that accompanied that song, uh, Harrison, that you sang so beautifully. Um, what's the title of the song? It's called uh, Eden, Isn't It Just Like You by Benjamin Hastings. Yes, and there we had this, we decided to prioritize the experience in the room, and instead of showing video of you and the band singing, we had this artistic film uh, that so beautifully accompanied it, but we missed the the handoff and the start. And so on Saturday night, there wasn't the film, and we only had rudimentary lyrics in there. Yep. So, so uh, you know, if you were there, you didn't know what you missed, but it it was so much more beautiful and powerful, accompanied by the artistry of the filmmaker. Uh, illustrating that song. Harrison, yeah. I've never heard your voice shine more. Did you have... That was gorgeous. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know that I could have said you could do tenor at that <laughs> height uh, for a whole song. How, how how close was that to the top of your range? Oh, that is the very top. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, okay. we're, we're getting ready for it. Uh, Trey, uh, who hangs out in our, our meetings and, and helps with a lot of stuff around here, was like, man, you want to drop that down? I'm like, you know what? It's Easter. Let's you guys swing for the fence. Let's have some fun with it. And it was it was very fun to do. I I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, the uh, it was you know, remarkable. It was it was, it was really cool. I got I got even listening to it uh, the recording still, and I've heard it a thousand times. But when it gets to there's a part in the bridge of that song where it says uh, the the serpent tried to take you down, but he only bruised your heel. It's like whoo, chills every time. It's just it's just the beautiful. Poetry of the lyrics of that are. Uh, high level, although I'm not a poet, I'm not the best gauge of that. The biblical theology of that song 
from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 <laughs> How awesome. was profound. Yeah. Um, we had talked about the fact that a lot of unchurched people might be a little confused. Wait, I'm Adam, I'm Eve, Eden is my eternity, mm-hmm. and that maybe I should stand up and explain a little bit to start the sermon. And I never even told you and Tracy that I decided not to do that. I decided to honor the art and let it stand as art. And I think the 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 ubiquity of uh, Adam, Eve, and Eden mm-hmm. is enough for most people. <coughs> Excuse me. That I let it stand. And went straight into the sermon. I, I, we never even discussed that. No, it was uh, awesome. It was awesome. Well, then uh, um, give me, I was just, just touching around the edges of it when we were walking in here, Mike, and we're saving it for the podcast. But um, give give us the, uh, the report across the Lake Forest family okay. of Easter here. We have here, Westlake, U City, El Buen Samaritano. Four churches, one family, all uh, putting this Easter stuff together. So uh, as you talk to those guys and your experience here, uh, what was Easter like across Lake Forest churches? uh, First of all, it was incredibly joyful at all four of the Lake Forest churches. And I need to check in with Byron. Hmm. Oh, and we avoided catastrophe. I, I did not take us all down to the depths of school shootings and trigger everybody. Also... Aaron and I knew we were going to do the big butt point. You know, we had <laughs> yeah. 20 things to choose from. By the way, that was our third version of we wanted a, a, a big humor or culture grab moment. We, we're always looking for that. And we for, for uh, up until really a week before, we had this little riff on different people inviting you to their way of life like Gwyneth Paltrow had been in the news a lot yeah. and the goop way of life is a goop or gloop goop goop mm-hmm. uh we were going to kind of mess around with that you know but it felt a little too mocking in the end her and a couple other lifestyle people yeah. it just didn't feel it didn't feel right it, it was off and then we found that article and it was just so fun and, was and so we picked 20 out out of 20 we picked seven which felt like too many but we had to keep moving, but we just didn't want to leave any of them out. No, it was um, great. But the, when we got to the big rear end, of course, our natural, my natural bent as a, a, a grown man with middle school boy level humor was to bring in Sir Mix-a-Lot and I like big butts. But we realized that's always referring to females and they're even songs today. Uh, and it's a sexualization of it. And we just wanted to stay miles away from that. And so I, I was, I was proud of us, and that was probably more Aaron than me that made sure we stayed away from that, and that was a right call. We want to be sensitive to that and not indulge in also like a a prurient male humor. That that I'm I, we're trying to be sensitive to things like that. Yeah, totally, um, totally. So it it it, it was fine. It, it just stood for what it. it as soon as I read the words on the screen, large rear end, everybody just, oh yeah, it just lost it. It, it just tickles great. you. It just, <laughs> yeah, it funny. it's just funny uh, and it's funny that it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Across the Lake Forest family of churches and we managed to end each service on time. We're extra careful of that with every element. And I am with sermon on Easter yep, and Christmas yep. Eve than normal. So we didn't have a parking lot. Um, uh, 
disaster, mm-hmm. and Westlake did not have a parking lot disaster. They recently, because of their growth in their new building, they added a graveled parking lot. We're not allowed to do that here because of zoning in Huntersville, which stinks. Otherwise, that whole great mound would have gravel That's on right. it tomorrow. <laughs> um, and they had they also added a couple of modular buildings for more children's space because of their growth. So all of the Lake Forest family of churches uh, had 3,822 people Man. worshiping in four churches. That's awesome. Uh, and, you know, I haven't texted with Michael Flake mm. yet. You know, Story Hill Church was a former Lake Forest family member, and still we're still kindred with them, love them. Uh, I'm, I'm presuming they were a 1,000-ish, mm. um, which is wonderful. Yeah, so Westlake... Um, uh, had 1,588 souls. Man. That's Lake Forest Westlake. We planted them nine years ago in the Lake Norman, no, Lincoln Charter School, and then the YMCA, and then they built their f- building a year and a half ago. And they're now 1,588 souls awesome. on Easter. That's just ridiculous. They've had a number of really remarkable conversion stories recently mm. to faith in Christ. And so it, it's they're growing the right way. Here at Lake Forest Huntersville, we had a total of 2,047 souls, uh, which just gives me joy. Uh, I wished I could have looked every one of them in the eyeballs personally and give them a hug and a handshake. I, I stood out there for anybody who did want to do that. Uh, I shook a lot of hands. I, yep. I, after every service, I went up in my office and uh, sanitized. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the new habit, right, for all of us. But I loved it. I, I really just loved seeing so many old faces and new. a lot of new people introduce themselves to me, which made me happy. Yeah, so over 2,000 here on our campus. Uh, Lake Forest U City in preparation for Easter, moved into a larger setup in their gymnasium at the Keith Family Y in the University City area. They had a joyful, I saw a picture of their worship. What a precious uh, multi-ethnic witness to Christ Hmm. is is their young, and they're very young as a congregation. Um, So they had a a great Easter worship. Their music, of course, is is incredible in its own thing, its own unique style. By the way, uh, our denomination is emphasizing these years a Revelation 7-9 vision. That Revelation 7-9 says at, at the end in the kingdom there will be every tribe, tongue, nation, and uh, people. Uh, that's an emphasis for our denomination that we start reaching uh, just like it's an emphasis here at Lake Forest Huntersville, yep. uh, m- uh, more than only <laughs> Anglos in our denomination. Uh, because that's our who God's brought to our country are lots of different ethnicities. All that to say, our denomination has chosen to focus on Lake Forest Church's vision to plant U City as an intentionally multi-ethnic church, and then Terrell and Maria and their leadership and the multi-ethnic church that it is today. That's going to be the visionary video at the heart of our national denominational awesome. gathering this summer. They yeah. just asked for that video, which is neat. That's uh, cool. Terrell will really stand out there. Uh, El Buen Samaritano, they, this is great. They had a great Easter, and uh, they had some special music, and they, as all uh, often on big Sundays for them, they all have a meal afterwards. Of course. And so I just, I don't know what it consisted of. I haven't seen 
uh, Victor, but uh, everything it, I've ever done over there has involved food, and every meal has been amazing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I think cool. I think we were um, just over four thousand for Christmas Eve, and yep. and we were just under it here for Easter, and just look forward to where God's taking us. We we put out every possible chair we could in our auditorium, and it was almost slammed full twice. So it was joyful. I think it just reinforces to me, Mike, the, uh, the God vision piece of all this is when I hear that number, I just, I can't imagine how, how, what kind of a, what kind of church we would be and how even logistically we would ever be able to be one church here at Huntersville that had 4,000 people on our campus for an Easter or Christmas Eve and the kinds of people that we would, would never ever reach outside of our little uh-huh. Huntersville, uh-huh. North Charlotte, yeah. Concord sphere. So it's just it's just really cool seeing you and Aaron and, and Terrell and Pastor Victor and and what God's called us to as a family of churches. You just see it on days like that so clear. It's really cool. So thankful. We are praying about the next two locations. So mm. happy Easter, happy everyone. Easter. Uh, uh, we almost didn't go with the classic "He is risen." They were like, "Why would we not do that? Yeah. that that's every church around the world. Let's be part of it, part of that that party." And it was Aaron's idea to think of it as a vindication chant, which I thought was right on. Mm. Well, uh, it's good hanging with you guys today. Remember, parents, ten percent of the candy is yours. That is the parent tax. Enjoy it. Get Mister uh, Reese's eggs. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next time on that. Ask.